0: Good morning, everyone. Hope God. you have a wonderful day. we continue where we left off. Second to the last page in Yavamas, the 16th chapter, 121A, third lines. So he quotes the mission of Buddha, argued that Buddha says, the rabbis say that only up until three days, then you can recognize a person yeah, by identifying marks before they start decomposing. But after three days, they start decomposing, you can no longer identify them. Buddha says you can't make a general rule, a blanket rule. Not everyone depends on the climate and depends on the person. Depends when, where, who, what, when, where. He's being lenient that you could make identifying marks after, even after three days, or is he even saying that some places the Tanakh says within three days everywhere under all circumstances you can you uh, can identify? Is he saying in some places even before three days he can? I think he talked about that. It yeah. was a both. He's being lenient and he's being strict, or maybe not. Toshma bring your proof. Who The Karmi. It was this person who drowned in the town of Karmi. School, yeah. Hedye, le, le and he was brought ashore so, at Beis Hedya right. after three days. He floated; the body floated. Three days later, the body shows up in Beis The rabbi said his wife could marry. They were able to identify him. So, so that, that, thats a leniency another incident of Gabradit uh, Badiglas. A person drowned in Diglas in the city and town of Diglas, Vasku He was brought ashore the bridge of Shabistana Vansre And Noba allowed his wife to remarry on the basis of the testimony of his friends who recognized the body. The Basa HaMishim was after five days. So if you're going to say that we could arguing to be lenient, you could be lenient even after three days. So the Rav and Abdimi follow the opinion of mm-hmm. Rabbi Yehuda ben baba If you're going to say it's only luchomer, he's being strict. He's saying that even within three days, it's not necessarily sometimes even less than three days. You can no longer identify the body, bloats or decomposes. If <laughs> who the Amal the Inu David Kaman, who did and Rava follow, they don't follow any opinion. Because both the rabbis and Abu Dhabim say after three days, you're not allowed to rely on identifying, identifying marks. what the answer is, no. Really it's not a proof. Shine the Tamsi. Here everyone would agree that even after three days you could identify because water is different. Water contracts the body. It's like it it refrigerates it or it keeps it, it preserves it. So, therefore, even after three days, it's like within three days. Like the mother of Amrati, you said earlier, Maya Marzumaka. Remember, you said that water agitates a wound, that if someone gets hacked and uh, a person cannot, cannot uh, it, it distorts the features. a person was hacked above the knee, and he can't live. You don't. You don't. Even Allah who says in general, you can't rely on that because maybe, maybe you can cauterize the wound and the person could heal. But I in the case with his water, it is water. So too. So he says so with his water, it causes swelling, it distorts the features. That's only if there's a wound. If there's a wound, then the water makes it causes it to bloat. Like a with some, like a marketer. there's no wound, then water preserves it and prevents bloating and decomposition. But honey, when do we say this? He asks, It only applies in the moment. The moment they they, they, they wash ashore. But if you wait a little while, You don't say wait three days from when they wash ashore. They, they decompose very quickly. So if you see them immediately when they were washed up ashore, then you can identify them even five days later. But very quickly, if you come a little later, they bloat. They, they, they decompose very quickly. Okay. Next mission. Of the, the possibilities that Rabbi Rabbi argues both ways, kula and chumrah, he says. It depends on the place. It could be sometimes less than three days you cannot identify it. It could be sometimes more than three days you could identify it. (laughs) (laughs) (speaking) A person falls into the water and we don't see him emerge from the water. Whether the water has an end or whether the water has no end. In other words, a small body of water, you can see like a little lake. I can see if he comes up, I can see him. Or a uh, big river, a big you know, a big body of water. I can't see from you know, I can't see. So maybe he came up somewhere else. He swam he, they... So he says it doesn't. Either way, Asura, the wife, is prohibited. Because maybe he's still alive. Yeah. Yeah. Even though the person, if there's no end to the water, he can see from one end to the other, one bank to the other, and he's been there a long time, and he doesn't see anyone emerging. Nevertheless, you can't presume that he drowned. If the water has no end, then it makes sense. The current may have swept him and out of and the range, and, if, and he emerged. But even if water has an end, a person could remain in water for a while, and maybe emerge after the witness left, even though even though that a person can survive, but he's maybe one of those, maybe he's a special forces, he's trained to, to be underwater for a long time, maybe he's one of those who could, one of those babies who were trained to swim underwater. And <laughs> they were babies and you know and they, they can endure underwater for a long time. Yeah, it's very rare, but maybe he's one of those rare cases. He can't say hundred percent. That's according to that mayor who says you have to take into account even the minority uh, awesome. possibility. Yeah, yeah. Minor possibility. According to rabbis, of course, you follow the majority, and most people oh, can yeah, survive yeah. and you would be able to marry. David Amir, opinion: Pin Amir, Khamrim, that rabbis <laughs> disagree with Ahmed, and they say uh, I'm sorry. Uh, the Gemara will say this. Is the opinion of a mayor says Ma'aseh Bech. The person fell into a great pit. Well, uh, okay. <laughs> and we watched. The no one came out. Right. So you would assume he's dead. Three days later, he, he climbs out of the pit. <laughs> Difficult. The commentaries say it's impossible. A mayor saying a person could survive on the water for three days. I mean, come on. How is that possible? Not a fish. What he means is, maybe he floated on the surface of the water and he couldn't see him. His mouth was above water. Maybe he found a pocket, a hole, a cave in the in the system with a pocket of ear. Yeah, it's unusual. But maybe he got the pocket of ear and he was able to survive for three days and then, then he emerged. So yes, it's not a normal case. It's one in a million. But but maybe it's possible. It happened. So therefore, that's, that's where that mayor is basing his opinion. That's what he's saying, that even if you see water that has a limit and you're watching all the banks and you don't see anyone emerging, that you're not allowed, you can't rely on that to allow his wife to marry. You can't say for certain that the husband died. Rabbi Yehissi, Rabbi says, <laughs> There was an incident with a blind man who went down to immerse himself in the pool in the cave. And his guide, the one who pulled him, his guide descended afterward, after him into the pool, the shog, the they in the remains long enough for a person to drown We see us and she say uh, even though they never found their bodies, the rabbis allowed their wives to remarry so we see that here it's water that has an end, it's in the caves and we can presume he's dead and we allow him to remarry so the rabbis disagree with Rabbi Meir and agrees disagrees continue. the mission continues, there was an incident that place in Asia, someone was lowered into the sea, meaning water that has no end, a huge sea. You can't see from one end, one bank to the other. We also, be B.A.L.D., they retrieved only his leg, quoted yesterday in the Gemara if his leg was severed above the knee, his wife and married, because it's a wound, he can't recover. can't recover. And that we learned yesterday, here, even if Allah Lazar agrees, you don't have to worry that maybe it was cauterized and saved. Because when there's water, you can't. You know, so the wound, it's, 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 a, it's a fatal wound. But if it's severed below the knee, a person, a person can survive him without. So maybe a shark bit his leg. The lower part of his leg, and he swam away, and he's still alive. You can't, you so can't say. That's the opinion of our mayor, the opinion of our mission, the opinion of our mayor who says you have taken into account even, even a far-fetched case, even a possibility. The rabbis disagree and they say we follow the majority and therefore we don't have to take account the minority case. We follow the majority. If he was underwater for too long, a person can not survive. We can safely assume he's dead. If there's a limit, if I can see from one bank to the other, of the system. The say, but if, if the water has no end, in other words, I can't see from one bank to the other. Maybe a current, uh, you know, drifted him away, and he drifted away, and then he was able, he was able to to get out of the water. So he there Right. So this let the hedgehog right hedgehog on my island so what's an example of water that hasn't done the bicycle in if where you're standing you can see all four banks i can see yes Oh, oh that's you might work out the the talk me the sample there was a person there was a person who drowned by in the swamps of Samke, there there's no flowing water. It's a swamp. So it's like is, it's like the Florida swamp. The you know, Central was You can't see all four banks, but it's a oh, swamp. Yeah. The water is stagnant. Oh, yeah. Okay. Anshel yeah. of allowed his wife to get married. It was <laughs> underwater longer longer than a person a person average person could survive. Amalei Rabbi Shmuel told Neshamte, "Let's excommunicate Avshili." The Rav said to "How could he allow it to why, to marry? You couldn't, you can't see all four banks." Amalei, so Shmuel said to Rav, "Nishalachle, but Eishu. First, let's ask him. Let's speak to him. Sholchale." So they asked the question, "Mayim Shalem save?" "Ishda sudim mitaris." What's your verdict? If there's no end, he can't see all four banks. Is, are you allowed to? Are you allowed to permit his wife to remarry or not? Sheol ha'chalei ramshila replied, Ish te yasura. But the samke ma'yam she'yelam seif, ma'yam she'yelam seif. Oh, then they ask, is, is the water of samke the, the, the uh, swamp of samke? is it considered, like the Everglades, is it considered okay. water has an end? Ma'yam she'yelam seif. It's like water, it has no end, because I can't see from one bank to the other. So my my time, if that's the case, why did you allow the wife to marry? Oh, no. So he says you're right, Mittatin, I made a mistake. And not sabri, I thought the the a Since the water is stagnant, there's no current, it's not feeding, there's no well spring feeding the water, and that's why it's a swamp. It's stagnant. So therefore can my save them? Because what are you worried about? A person drowned and the current carried him away further down further down down the river but here there's no current so therefore I can assume that he drowned even though I can't see mm-hmm. the law, he, but I'm wrong I realize I made a mistake because Eve, Eve Dikagali, since there are waves in the waters I can say and maybe the waves send them down to a distant shore we Im- we emerge and he's still alive so when they heard his, re- his answer Shmuel you know, Tzadik And Shmuel applied the following verse to Rav, that a Tzadik, Hashem doesn't allow a tzaddik to sin, because, thank God, He saved them from excommunicating a true Tzadik and scholar. He admitted his mistake. And there was no reason, there's no need to, to punish him. A person is entitled to make a mistake. led true And Rav read in Shmuel the following verse, True, but if salvation comes from much counsel, Shmuel could have decided on his own. He could have just gone and excommunicated him, but he didn't. He consulted with his colleague Rav. What should he do? Before you jump to conclusions and just rely on yourself. And, he, and they both and he saved them from, from excommunicating a, a, a righteous person two people who, were, who had nets were catching fish in the Jordan River and one of them entered into a burrow made by fish the fish burrowed into the river banks just below the water a line and when he went below to set the nets, the burrow was only partially filled with water, so he was able to keep his head above water. But Shaka where the sunset lit up and in the darkness, he couldn't see the opening of the burrow. And was forced to remain there all night.. And meanwhile, his friend was looking, his friend went underwater, and he's not coming up, and it was a long time. He couldn't, no person could survive that long underwater. Bobby, they would take the base, he came and notified the man's household that it is that unfortunately, tragically, the husband, the, the person died. The machazor chachama. The following day, the sun shine, and the man was able to see the opening of the burrow. Bobby comes home, and Matzah has forgot their base. He came for his own shiver. <laughs> They must. They must. They must have all fainted. How great are the words of the rabbis who said, "If there's an end, if I can see one end of the other, his wife is permitted to them safe. Whatever there has no end, she's prohibited." Here, the Jordan River, you can't see from one end to the other. It's a huge river. And therefore, you can't just assume that he's dead just because he stayed on the water for so long. Look, and this, this is a case where he was saved. Actually, this is a case which would explain the mayor's position, you know, that even Mayim Shieslem said, there's that minority possibility mm-hmm. that there's a case like this where you, find, you found a burrow and you found a, a packet of air mm-hmm. and you can live for three days. That's what happened in, in the case with the sister. No one could survive underwater, submerged in the water for three days. Not possible. Or it's a miracle. It's not possible. We don't even find such a miracle. In the whole Torah, we don't find anyone to survive underwater for three days. There's many miracles in the Torah, but that's not one of them. He was swallowed up in the in the, in the whale. We all know swallowed up in the whale, but to live underwater like a fish, we know Hashem never made such a miracle if that a human she wanted, being, she except the baby in the mother's womb, <laughs> made. Instead of splitting the Jordan, uh, splitting the Jordan down. River, could have walked in the river. Yeah, they, could, they could walk under uh, water. <laughs> he didn't do that. <laughs> you might ask, if that's the case, So you should worry also, even if it hasn't, then. Even if it has it, you can see all four bangs. How do I know he died? just because he's submerged. Maybe he found a burrow, he found a hole, and with a pocket of air. In water that has an end, it's very uncommon. It's very uncommon to find it. So you don't have to worry. Yes, there's a remote possibility. We don't have to The mayor says you have to worry about remote possibilities. But the rabbis say, you know, you don't follow the majority. You don't, you don't have to worry about it. But large bodies of water of a lot of fish, and burrow into the, and the banks, and they create tunnels. Or if you have, uh, if, I guess if you have Hamas there, they're building tunnels. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so then, so therefore, therefore we have to take into account that there's a tunnel. But of course it works. Also, small bodies of water. The fish there are not large fish, they, they can't make big burrows. But a big bar, a larva, you have many fish, you have a large fish. So it's more possible that they made a burrow and it has a pocket of, ear yeah, we can... So. The rabbi says, that doesn't have an end. You can see from all four banks, the wife is, is, is prohibited. I'm, I'm sorry, my but it does have an end. You can't see all four banks. The wife is prohibited. I can't say if a certain husband died. Honey, That's only true regard to a regular person. But if he's a rabbinic, rabbinic scholar, the wife is is not forbidden to marry. Why? Because he is solid. If he was emerged from the water is slave. people would know about it. He's, he's a he's a celebrity. He's like a famous person. He's like a people look up to that person. So people would know about it. That a rabbi, if a rabbi showed up on shore, <laughs> washed up on shore. You know, people would know about it. If it's a regular person, okay. If a distinguished rabbi suddenly showed up on shore, people are going to talk. It's not it's not a it doesn't happen every single day. So you wouldn't hear about it. So the, since we don't hear anything, you safely assume that really he drowned. Did they find him? The unfortunately, story? unfortunately, the list could have been... Did they ever find him? The body? Yeah, Yeah, he was found, he was he drowned in the... He was drowned in the... river. was in the river, r- he river yeah. He, really <laughs> he might have a lawyer He might have says, no, it's not true. What <laughs> He says is not true. It doesn't matter if it's a regular person. <laughs> he <laughs> uh, You can't allow the wife to marry. <laughs> the evidence. If after the fact, if she already remarried, yes, she can remain yeah, right. with her husband. But initially, yeah. no, Eloi, even even in the case of even the case of a, of a rabbi, issues, because yes, yes, in the case of a majority, majority cases. It would be a sensation and people. But it could be. Maybe it was washed up ashore somewhere where no one recognized him. So yeah, you do have a possibility when it comes to remarrying a woman. You don't rely on the, on the majority to allow them to remarry. So initially not. You can't rely on the majority to allow the husband to marry. Just like we learned yesterday. That if a person is goysis, a, a person is on the throes of death. And yes, there's a possibility they can come back it's weird Most people, when they reach that stage, call the chaver call the family. It's over. It's over. But but you can't rely on a majority. The witnesses come and say we didn't see him die, but we saw him crisis. We saw him. He was on the throes of death. He was like uh, you can't. She can't marry based on that. Because even though most people in that stage die end up dying I can't say for certain. For certain. So you see that you don't for leniency. You don't allow a leniency to remarry just based on the majority. So to be here, the fa- fact that the majority, majority of rabbis who washed up ashore would be a sensation, and we would hear about it. But there is that minority case. We're not. So therefore, you can't rely on. But it, so initially, but if when they haven't get married, the wife of the rabbi, then you could rely on the majority of cases that uh, after the fact, but not initially. I was traveling by boat, and I saw a ship that was shattered, it was sinking. And I was pained by the thought that there's a Torah scholar who was on that ship and was now lost. who who is that Torah scholar? Rabbi Kiv. When I came up on the dry land, I see he's alive and well. And he came to ask me a matter of law. Martylin, my son, who saved you from the water? I saw you drowning. I saw your boat sink. He said to me, a board from the ship presented itself to me, and I took hold of it. And every wave that came upon me. I bowed my head and it passed over me and that's how I made it to shore alive from here the rabbis learn him. if a wicked per- person comes upon a person you not You should bow his head before him and the danger will pass bow your head and the evil ones have taken over power and do everything you know. they will notice you, on there, you? yeah yeah Otherwise we'll have the FBI on you and have have the whole force of the government, the whole corrupt uh, corrupt regime on you. So you know, do, do, don't antagonize. Otherwise, other, do antagonize a Marty that- I said at that time the Shamru. How great are the words, I said at that moment, how great are the words of the rabbis who said, mm-hmm. if you lost the water, hasn't then the terras, Mayam Shah Lam safe since he couldn't see couldn't see if Rabbi Kiva was saved or not. And he was, here. he wasn't carried away with a, with the a wave, but he held on, and he got aboard and he was saved. He had a life preserve. Yeah, deserved. life preserve, exactly, life exactly. But once I was traveling by boat, and I saw a boat sinking, the boat sinking. I felt terrible. But well, it, it felt terrible. Uh, uh, A certain Tom was in the ship, was drowning. Man, who was not A man, she listened to When I went to Kapitika, the Kibba would travel all around, collecting money, raising money for the yeshiva. And, but uh, uh, when I went to the land, land of Kapitika, he came, he was alive and well, and he he asked me questions. Now, Martel, my son, who took you out of the water? I saw you drowning. One wave swept me into the another wave. I was spit up in the sea. That's a miracle. <laughs> You're in the middle of the ocean, and one wave leads you, sweeps you into the other wave, and doesn't let you sink, and just sweeps you away. How great are the words of the rabbis. He said, If you see a person drowning in water, I see all four banks, his wife is permitted to remarry. Because you never know what happens. I can't, I didn't see it. And here he was swept away by the waves and said, up one of the rabbis learned enough. <laughs> the man fell into a den of lions. So eaten all up. He can't testify that he died. Maybe he, maybe he survived. You know what the Daniel told the lions? After dinner, there'll be a speech. <laughs> that they weren't hungry at that moment, they were full. So therefore they, therefore, they didn't devour him. Maybe they just ate, they just had someone else. He did love, but the chafud or malein the chashem but a pit full of poisonous snakes and scorpions, yeah, yeah. like Yisroel the tzaddik, he threw him into a pit. Yisroel the tzaddik love, you could testify, because a person can't survive. Is he a, snake? a person can't survive. Surely a snake is going to bite Snake is gonna bite him. The snake is not hungry anyway. It just bites. He's just that's why he's so evil. He just bites, and kills. Him. He doesn't get anything. He eats the dirt. He has enough food. earth, earth, he does. Mm-hmm. He just bites. Even if you fall into a poisonous snake, in love. Why? Because We continue in 121B. <laughs> Maybe he knows he's a snake charmer. I was in Morocco, and you go to the, all the biggest, the biggest shuk in the whole world. Outdoor shook, and you have snake charmers. Literally, they're snake charmers. Really? Yeah, it's fascinating like to see out in real life. Out of the basket. Yeah, snake charmers. It's like real snakes and you know, snake charmers. You know, someone who can charm a politician. Snake, snake charmer. The <laughs> Tanakamba and the argues, argues no, I got, it's a masculine. Since he presses down, he falls down in the pit, so he gets angry. <laughs> you hit him on the head, he's gonna bite you. That's all he knows how to do is to bite. They crowd together and they actually, cover the whole the floor. So you're going to land on the on snake. I mean, so the snake is going to bite you. You know. Right. So it didn't work out. So was she actually hurt? But in the den of lions, mm-hmm. you can stand no, without trembling. Right. The lion. So as long as Sorry. you're not stop bothering them and they're not hungry, okay. they're not going to devour you. Did the guy actually ever manage to hurt the woman? Uh, no. No, not even. So right? no. now, if the lions then would be crowded, just like the snakes, and would so be the same thing. If that's you fell in a lion, <laughs> that's it. Or Hungry good? or not, there you go. That's, that's it. Really or, if the snake pit is not crowded, there's only a few snakes, and it's possible I land and land anyone. And again, you know, it depends because on... You. You try, it's not a black and white. Just in general, snakes in general crowd the whole floor, so you're going to land on the snake, versus a lion. The a person fell into a fiery furnace, you know for sure that he died. You don't have to see him die. There's no way that he's going to survive. But well, if it's a very deep pit, he can't climb out. <laughs> That's it. You know, He's, he's, he's a goner. If it's on above ground, he can. Because maybe, maybe he escaped. Maybe he ran away You know, around the fire. You didn't see him run. Anymore. But if he falls into a pit, there's a fire. Then you can testify that he's dead. Again, if he falls into a big pot, a big vat, Full of wine, boiling boiling wine, and boiling oil. Love, 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 love He's dead. I mean, you know, he can't climb out, he's dead, he's cooked. We actually had a Holocaust survivor, he yeah. told us, yeah, in the neighborhood. He used to come here, and he told us that, that, that one day they got so angry on the cook, mm-hmm. they all marched into the kitchen, and they took the cook. You don't read this in Holocaust books, mm-hmm. and they put him into the pact. <laughs> they they <cooked. laughs> <And> killed him <laughs> he was a real Nazi and they mm-hmm. just <laughs> there was nothing left just his shoes and his, his hat <laughs> if it's a boiling pot of oil you can testify that he's dead <laughs> because the oil because the oil causes the fire to burn. Wine, no. Because it doesn't it doesn't increase the fire. On the contrary, the wine that spills from the vat extinguishes the fire. So therefore, since the wine extinguishes the fire, it could be saved. You pour water uh, oil on the flame, it only enhances the fire. In other words when he falls into the pot the water the oil spills out so it feeds the fire underneath it so this thing intensifies the fire but when he falls into a pot of, of wine by falling he splashes the wine out so the wine will extinguish the flame so therefore the, he puts the fire out so maybe he can survive um, the lady said, <laughs> yeah, in the beginning, the wine extinguishes the fire a little, but the safer in the end, it causes it to burn even more fiercely. So even in the case of wine, in other words, if you do it with fire, you extinguish it with fire. No, he says, even, 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 even with water. In the beginning, when you pour water on a flame, it extinguishes. But then it flares up with a renewed vigor. In other words, wine, water, it doesn't matter. Either, either the, the water, in other words, if the water doesn't completely extinguish the fire, mm-hmm. you pour water, it will diminish it, but then it comes roaring back. Mm-hmm. So either you win, you completely put it out, if you don't completely put it out, the fire is going to come back with a vengeance. Mm-hmm. That's why they disagree with Rabak. In both cases, you can testify that he's died, he's dead, and the wife can marry. Says Namisham Ramaia, Mays Bahakhrafullah Baila Galah, someone who fell into a great sister and three days later he emerges. Tani will remember some of the maskin myself. That's a miracle. You can't rely on miracles. What are you we're, miracles? A miracle. We we're, not, we're not dealing it with miracles. My mice and what he says, well, what what what's the miracle? Elay Malakholishi didn't eat or drink for three days. Esther said, "Fast for three days. A person can fast and not drink. Wow! In other words, he fasted and didn't drink. It was a real fast. He didn't break it at night. It was a seventy-two hour fast, a dry fast. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Three day fast. A person can fast for three days, seventy-two hours, not a drop of water mm-hmm. and no food, mm-hmm. and you won't die." So what's the miracle? The Medrash says it's impossible they can fast, a dry fast for seventy-two hours. It says and The Medrash says only the day. They they broke it at night, and they fasted for three days, three consecutive days, but they ate at night. It was like it was like a, you know, it could be the, it was like a twenty-four hour fast, and then they broke it, and then they fasted uh, you know. They they didn't have to cancel the seder, according to the meds, they didn't have to cancel the seder, because mm-hmm. at night they ate. Mm-hmm. But according to our mother they had to cancel the seder, seventy two hour fast even even the nighttime. If you open your mouth open your mouth and you drink you're gonna drown. If you're the pocket of air. You can't like sometimes you can't leave a pocket of air. Can't dip down and drink, and then lift your head up. Uh, it's hard to visualize. Why not? I think submerged you can't drink. Submerged you can't drink. drink. Submerged you can't drink. No. So that's breathe. what the Gemara is asking. You have to breathe. Right. That's what the is asking. You can't drink and one breathe day. at the same time while you're submerged. Right.
1: Then you, you drown. you
0: go goes one way or the other. Right. You can't, do both. you can't do both. You can't drink and breathe at the same time. Ah, oh, ah. Oh, okay. A klotz kasha and a klotz You can't drink and, and breathe at the same time. And if you drink, you're going to breathe. You're going to drown. You're going to die. So that's not an option. So the mother assumed he was underwater literally for three days. And he said, it's a miracle, Meissenism. Oh, so the mother said, what's the Meissenism? So if the he didn't need a drink, it's possible. What do you mean? The time, Esther, the whole Jewish people, all the Jews and Shushan fasted. And they didn't even have a say a 72-hour dry fast. He didn't sleep for three days, seventy-two hours. If a person makes a sleep three days, seventy-two hours, He swore falsely. It's humanly impossible. You don't have to wait until he falls asleep. You immediately give him Malkas, and you immediately put him to bed. It's a, it's a false shvu. It's not possible. Rabbi Meir, my time. What's the reason of made Meir? What's the reason I have a mayor? I have a keeping, I in the What happened was, a mayor will say there were arches built upon arches inside the system. So, therefore, he was able to lean on these arches and sleep. So, survival wasn't a miracle. He was able to sleep. Without the arches to lean on, it would be a miracle. Because he can't and if you don't if you fall asleep you're gonna die. You know, he was holding up a pocket of ear, but if he fell asleep he would he, you know he would die. He would drown. So but he was able to lean and and and, and stay stay above water. So the made is saying it's not a miracle. We're not talking about a case of a miracle. You don't rely on miracles, you're right. And we don't find such a miracle. Person person should survive submerged underwater for three days. In the whole history of the world, Hashem never made such a miracle. Even to stay awake for three days is, is virtually impossible. That's what he says. It's impossible. So the mayor is talking about a case. This case, there was arches or something to lean on. And he was able to be above water, lean upon the arches, and keep his head above water. <coughs> Rabbanon and the rabbis, the sheisha have They argue the archers were made of marble. So you can't lean on it. The smooth surface doesn't allow you to lean on. So therefore it was a miracle. How would Amir respond? Amir, he absolutely missed the no It's not possible he couldn't grab hold a little bit. So it wasn't a miracle. So that's why he says that it's possible that someone could fall into water that has an end. And still, no, you can't presume, you can't say for certain that he's dead. There's a possibility. Yes, it's far-fetched. His arches, and even and, and maybe he's leaning on it, and maybe there's a pocket of ear, maybe, but still, he can't say for certain that his wife is dead, he can't allow her to remarry. <laughs> the <rabbis learn. laughs> a story with the daughter who, who dug wells, he was called a ditch digger because he dug wells for the Jewish people, for those who pil- who made pilgrimage to Yerushalayim, the base of on the holidays. Um, he was the one who dug wells and made sure there's enough supply of water for all, all, all the pilgrims. the first hour he said to them, peace. Shnia, the daughter, still didn't emerge. Amalem Shalom, he said, peace. Shlishes, the third hour he said to them, she emerged from the water. And he was right. She emerged safely. In other words, the first two hours, it's possible you can survive underwater. But after three hours, it's impossible to survive. Mm-hmm. He says she, she must have emerged. Also, she must have emerged. You can't survive more than two hours underwater. Amalas, so he said to his daughter, Biti, my daughter, Mihal, who schlepped you out of the water? Amalas, he said, Zacher, she's a male, Sheep came my way. Zakim and an elderly man was leading it. Who, who was the male sheep? This was Yitzhak's ram. It was offered in the place of Yitzhak by the Akedah. And who was the elderly man who was leading it? Avramavin. Avin. In other words, she was saved in the merit of the Akedah. And in the merit of a father who followed Navram's footsteps of kindness. Mm-hmm. And he used all of his influence and his wealth to make sure the Jews have enough abundance of water. Amrullah, so he said to Hanina, Naviata? Are you a Navi? You knew she's not gonna die? How did, you know? How were you so certain mm-hmm. that she's gonna survive for two hours underwater and then and then miraculously she'll she'll emerge? Um, he said to them, I'm not a prophet, I'm not the son of a prophet. It's not possible that something that that a righteous person, he's talking about himself, occupied himself for the sake of the community. I'm sorry, it was it was Rabbanini uh, Ben Rabbi Rabbanini Ben Dayso was saying about the daughter of Nuchunia. So he said, he said, it's not possible that Nuchunia Ben Akonah." And uh, 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 his whole life he was righteous, and he dug wells that Hashem would take his daughter, and his daughter will drown in water. His whole life was Chesed and tzedakah through, through water. Mm-hmm. So Hashem is gonna punish; is gonna his daughter should drown in the water. It's not possible. So I knew. They said I knew that she's gonna be okay, and she, she was able to be underwater for two hours, and she survived. And then the third hour, someone slept her out, and I was certain that she's gonna be slept out. O'ma um, says, <laughs> Nevertheless, Nechunia's son died of thirst. Even though his whole sitkas, his whole righteousness was associated with water. Nevertheless, he died of thirst. Why? Shnemet says, <laughs> <laughs> His surroundings are extremely turbulent. O'ma Rababu says, <laughs> Hashem is exacting of those who are around them. Even of chuta sider, here's breath. If something is wrong, if you do anything wrong, Hashem is very demanding. So even though nishara, even though turbulent is with a samach, here it's with a sin, nishara is here. Says, Nisrdah means turbulence, but it should have been written with a samach. It's written with a sin that comes from the word sar, like here. But Hashem is, is is turbulent over a here. There's a little here, it's off. That's why it says, Toydah was given with Gvur. Because that's the nature of Emes. Emes has to be 100%. If it's off one little bit, mm-hmm. it's not what Hashem wants. It's not Emes. So it's sadik, someone who's close to him. Hashem, it has to be perfect. Ninety-nine point nine percent perfect. One percent off, point one percent off. Hashem is exact, because it's not it's not what he wanted. So because he was so righteous, that's why. And Hashem wanted to cleanse him, so he should be be able to reach the next world. He should be able to. Be hundred percent ready for the next world. That's why Hashem punished them through water. That his son died of thirst. says, We learn it from here. It says, the the Holy It says, "Until him," in capital eighty-nine, that Hashem is dreaded in the Great Council, the the Holy Ones. He's awesome over those who surround them. Those who surround them are is awesome. Hashem is very very tough. Mm-hmm. Okay, next mission, mission, uh, even if someone heard women speaking amongst themselves that so and so die, die, it's enough. And based on that testimony, you can allow you can allow the the, the wife to marry. Remarry Even if someone heard, overheard children saying, we're going to eulogize, we're going to and to bury so and so, whether the person who's telling about the husband's death, his intent is to let us know that the husband died, or no, he's not, his intent is not to give testimony, he's just relating something that he heard. It's an idle conversation, just mentions and passing news. Mikvanized, you know. I heard, I heard that this person died. Based on that, you can allow the wife to remarry. In the, case of, in the case of a Jew's testimony is valid, even if he intends to serve as testimony. In other words, it's not innocent like an innocent conversation. Innocent conversation, you would believe more because there's no there's no intent there. I'm not thinking of allowing her to marry. I'm just telling you what I heard. But then it sounds true. But in the case of your intent, you say maybe, maybe she just hired someone to say that her husband died. But a drew, you believe, because he wouldn't never say something like that if it wasn't true. Or maybe him. but by it depends. If his intent is to to allow her to remarry, we don't believe him. Big, only if he, if it's an innocent statement, then we can rely even on the testimony of a non-Jew. maybe they thought the person died, and they made plans to attend this funeral. He says he heard from the children were going to the funeral, but maybe they never went. Maybe it turns out he didn't die. answers the comedy, they say You're right, they said the Mishnah means that we came from the funeral. We came from the hespit from the eulogy. Mm-hmm. Maybe a grasshopper died, and they named him after the person. You know, children, they play with pets and they give their pets a name. So when they said we came from the funeral so-and-so, we don't mean a human being, it means we buried the dog. Well Jews don't play with dogs. So they they they, they buried this kosher grasshopper that they gave, and they named them. They named the beetle or Shmetl. <laughs> These are children. you might answer the comedy. They mentioned we came from the rabbi. The rabbi spoke so beautifully. They mentioned the name of a rabbi. So we're not talking about burying a grasshopper, but <laughs> a real, a real funeral. Okay, baby by a goy. If his intent is to testify, we don't believe him only if the guy's intent is to allow her to remarry if his intention was to testify but he didn't intend to give her permission to marry then they do see But how do you know what his intent is how do you know if his intent is to help her and then we don't trust him maybe he's just saying it he wants to help her or if his intent is he's just testifying a fact what happened? Then we do believe him. He's reporting. He's just reporting a fact. He has no agendas. If it's like today's news, fake news, everything is an agenda, then you don't believe a word they say. Everything is an agenda. He has an agenda. He wants to help her. There's no agenda. I'm just I'm a reporter. Mm-hmm. The old-fashioned reporters, which you don't find today, they're just here to report facts. Then you believe him. How can I tell the difference if you're reporting facts He have an agenda or not? If he gives an editorial, like all the news today is editorial. They already give you their opinion and their headlines. They're twisted and slanted. Then they have an agenda. Then goodbye. I don't believe a word you say. Throw it into the garbage. It's not worth the paper it's written on. Don't pay a cent for it. But if he just comes and reports facts, I'm not I don't care what the consequences are, what the implications are. I'm just reporting facts. This is what happened. Whatever the implications are, take it, leave it, it's good or bad for you. These are the, this is the fact. This is the, what happened. That's a reporter. That's coming to testify. Then we believe him. We also learn him. The Shlager Shlager says, The Shlager also said the same thing. If his intent is just to testify, and to report facts, we believe in But this is not what happened. Wasn't there an incident with Aisha the Great, Bidibi the Great One, who battled with 85 elders? It was in Torah they were arguing. Amalehem, the great one, said to the 85 elders, He was arguing with 85 elders who disagreed with him. They didn't agree with him. He said, No, it doesn't matter. Even if it's just reporting, we still don't believe it. And Allah follows the majority, the 85 elders. So why did they shlakish? And why did Hudamashmol say. Like like Oshia the great one. Our Mishnah that says that by a goy, if his intent was, if his intention was to testify any ducei which means, if he doesn't intend, then we do believe him. There's a case we do believe According to you, according to the 85 elders who say that even if he's just reporting we don't believe him, so in which case do we believe him? The mission implies clearly there's a case that we do believe him. But the answer is, A person who's just, just like, he's just mentioned, by the way, he's not even intending to report like this incident where a person a doubter was going about saying who is there from the household of Chivoy Chivoy has died it allowed Chivoy's wife to marry on the basis of his words it was an innocent talk why, why was this innocent? He was trying to, to notify the family. But he didn't come before court. He's not coming officially. He's looking for the family. To tell them. But my fellow traveler, he died. You should know. I wanted to let you know that he died. The family should know. Even though he wasn't speaking about anything else, he was just here to report that the husband died. But since, since Chivoy died, but since he didn't come to the court, he's not making an official statements. he's looking for a family, that's called an innocent statement and we believe. It. There was a person, I doubt, who was going around saying, Woe to the swift horseman from Pumpadis, who died. B'anze rabi yesu v'tem ravelit v'su rabi yesu allowed his wife to remarry based on those words. Or it was a Jew, it was a mighty warrior, and he died. Hu de ka'ud, abakamavazel was a goy, who was going around saying, man ike b'chose tov chose. He was here from the household of chose. Chose drowned. Omer av Nachman, olikim, ochlu kavri By God, the fish have eaten chose. The Buddha, Nachman, was told the the Chas based on Reb words, Chas's wife went and remarried. No one said anything to him. In other words, Reb Nachman relied on the guy because it was innocent. He wasn't coming to testify before the court, or he just he said he didn't say, he didn't daven for him, save him. He said no, he's a goner. He was eat, eaten by the fish. From here we see when the rabbi say that that uh, water that has no end, he can't see all four edges, all four banks. You're not allowed to well, marry. Means initially he can't give a permission to remarry. Because he he here he drowned in water that had no end, and the guy never saw him. Couldn't tell if he ever emerged. Maybe the the current carried him further down and he got out. But based on these words, when he she remarried, we didn't say anything. We didn't tell her you must divorce. So you see that but the after the fact, even water that has no end, if she goes ahead and marries, we can't say we can't force her to divorce her husband. He could I say, he went ahead and told her she get married. Amri said, Chasa the Chasa is a great man. I mean, yes, if he survived, if a current carried him away and he emerged in a different part of the of the river, like we learned earlier, the everyone would hear about it. It would be a sensation. It would be uh, big news. But we said at the end, it's not true. Doesn't matter if he's a great person, not a great person. You can't allow him to marry. Even a great person, because you have that one one rear incident or even a great person no one makes a, no one knows about it or no one makes a big tumult about it so initially the court can never say not a lot could not say tell his wife go remarry where she goes and remarries she, you don't she doesn't have to divorce a Jew cut as from the ground as is, is grain, the early stages of its growth. It looks like grass. In other words, it didn't yet develop into storks with ears. So you can you can cut it and use it for, for animal food. Other places it seems like aspasta is a plant that's grown especially to feed animals. So he tells the Jew, cut the aspasta and give it to my animals for, to feed them on Shabbos. If you don't, I will kill you. I will murder you. If you refuse because it's your Sabbath, it's your Shabbos, I'm going to kill you like I killed the other Jew. I told them, go cook for me on for Shabbos. We were traveling together. I told him cook for me a pot on Shabbos. refused. And I killed him. I murdered him. So the wife overheard this and came to Abaya and said, "Maybe I should remarry." The guy said that he murdered my husband. Husband disappeared. I have no idea what happened. The goy admitted that he killed him. Shohesi Abaya postponed deciding the matter, for three festivals. He wanted to. He wanted to present this case to the other other rabbis. but the Sakin, his knife is sharp. He can decide, he can make decisions. He, he cuts very, very sharply, he can, he can give you a very clear and decisive verdict. And he resolved resolved. From this beraita, it says, "A boy who was selling fruits in the marketplace, Obama paid us a little and he said these fruits are shal or azeka is a city in Eretz Israel That was he was selling it outside of Israel, but he was saying the fruits are from Israel. Therefore, there's problems He can't just eat the fruit. He said "Isaiah, because it's a very high-quality fruit, but you don't realize that he's actually bad for business by admitting it's from Israel. Mm-hmm. Or they're from to Revoi. They have to be eaten the fourth year. They have to be eaten in, in, in Yerushalayim. You don't, have to, you don't have to take him seriously. His intent was to embellish the quality of his goods. We, we don't have to believe him. So you don't have to believe he's telling the truth. So to the Goy, when the guy says, I killed so-and-so, I'm going to kill you, I killed so-and-so, you don't have to take his word for granted. It's all baba-mices. So Therefore, based on that, you can't you can't remarry. Everyone have a wonderful day.